As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, hello there. Tiffany Jenkins likes to keep it real. I sprayed some dry shampoo right quick. Oh, there. I think you can see it. And this mother of three has no problem showing the messy side of motherhood. Do you want to go to the beach? No. Me too. Let's go. I felt like I couldn't relate to anything that I was seeing on the internet. Everybody looked so perfect. And so along with what I felt was a need for something real on social media and my desire to be a goofball and dress up, Juggling Me Jenkins was born. (laughs) I started sharing the truth about my life and was amazed to find thousands of women gravitating towards me and thanking me for showing the messy side. So not this coming up Monday, but next Monday, I'm starting a diet. With the same candor and humor, the social media star is also taking on tough issues like addiction and mental illness by bravely sharing her own past struggles. My name is Tiffany and I am a recovering drug addict. I am an addict and I will always be an addict. And there is no shame in that for me. It's just a part of who I am. Tiffany, an A student and cheerleader, says her addiction began when she took her first sip of alcohol in high school. It woke something up inside of me that I didn't know was there, and it progressed to opiates. As my desperation and addiction grew, my morals kind of dropped. I made a really poor decision to take some guns and sell them. Subsequently, I was arrested. I was charged with around 20 felonies all at one time. Just a few days later, Tiffany hit rock bottom. I made the decision to end my life, but someone had other plans for me and I was saved. And that was when I started fighting. After 120 days behind bars, Tiffany moved into a halfway house, not knowing her life was about to take another totally unexpected turn. I met a guy Two months after we started dating, I found out that I was pregnant while living in a halfway house with no job and no car, no belongings to my name, and it was not ideal. But I suddenly wanted this kid more than anything. So I started working really hard and I stayed clean and I went to meetings and I surrounded myself with the right people and eventually I moved in with the baby's father. Tiffany and her now husband Drew were married in her backyard and a few months later, their son was born. 
Then when my son was six months old, I found out that I was pregnant again. And then after my daughter was born, my husband's daughter from a previous relationship came to live with us full time. In the span of two years, I went from being single in a halfway house to a married mom of three. I love you so much. I just want people to know that a life after addiction is possible. And you don't have to let anxiety and depression keep you from living your best life and reaching your goals. I can fit into the pants that I wore before the baby, look. To find out more about Tiffany Jenkins' inspirational recovery journey, be sure to pick up her best-selling memoir, High Achiever, the incredible true story of one addict's double life. There's gather round, gather round, share this thing. Look, watch it. Share this thing. Gather round, clowns. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, baby. D-Town, the 214. Look at this, Scott. Look at this. Look at this, Tiff. It's a beautiful. Isn't this beautiful? Realistic. We are here live in front of skyscrapers. You are in Dallas, Texas. Tiffany Jink. Welcome to D-Town. Thank you. I'm excited. Have you ever been here? I have not been to Dallas. Well, you hesitated. So I don't you're, know where well, I've been. I don't even know what year it is, honestly. <laughs> well, I tell you what. We are so glad that you are here. Uh, we um, This is a great, great opportunity to talk about a lot of things today. But let me tell you what we do talk about on the show. You ready? I think so. We talk about drug addiction. Perfect. Wow. I we am. talk about alcoholism. These are right up my alley. Are you in the right room? I feel like I am. You are in the right studio. Okay, good. <laughs> we also talk about hurts, habits, hangups. We talk about depression. Oh. We talk about depression. I wake up in the morning and I don't want to get out of bed. Yep. Can you relate to that? Yes. We talk about that. We talk about uh, suicidal tendencies, suicidal thoughts, suicide awareness. But we only talk about it a little bit on the show because most important, most importantly, we talk about solutions, Love spiritual that. solutions for human problems on Into the Rock. This show is brought to you by Healing Springs Ranch out of Tioga, Texas. Healing Springs Ranch Inpatient Treatment Center, about an hour away from here. A really awesome place. A DFW Coin and Jewelry. That's how I got all this stuff. Yeah. I didn't steal it. I didn't steal it. I'm not gonna pawn it. I feel like as a guest, I should have maybe gotten some bling. Now, whenever Marty Norman, when Marty Norman's on the show, love him. This watch disappears <laughs> every <believe> single <laughs> time. So, a special shout out to the great Marty Norman of Marty Norman Live and um, Gangway Advertising, uh, Cynthia Smoot, Randy Smoot. Thank y'all so much for making this all happen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited. Hey, why are we here? We are here because we have a big thingy tomorrow. How big is it? It's a really big rally. The big Texas rally here in Dallas, Texas. Um, we are going to be uh, from tomorrow at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, the home of the Texas Rangers. And we are going to be, there will be thousands of people at the Globe Life Park. And you are the keynote speaker. <laughs> Don't say that. That yeah. doesn't sound really important. No, you're the big schnizzle. <laughs> you are the big schnizzle. So we got to get your story really dialed in, okay. right? Okay. But uh, you're going to be speaking and um, sharing your experience, strength, and hope. We saw a little piece there opening the show up. And um, who is Tiffany Jenkins? I mean, you've got one heck of a following. And um, what's your story? I mean, what was it like? Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how this following came about. And I feel like any day now they're going to wake up and be like, wait, what are we doing? She's a real weirdo. But for now... <laughs> Like, everybody's accepting my goofy awkwardness, and it's a dream come true. I was addicted to drugs for over 10 years. Um, I thought that a life without 
drugs was impossible. I didn't right. know how to live without drugs. Um, and when I looked towards the future, it was black. And I, you know, it got to a point where I ended up in jail with like 20 felonies. I tried to end my life. I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and my dad came into jail to visit me and told me he had cancer. But he also told me that he had 62 days clean for the first time in my life. Hey, what, what, that, what does that mean? I, I didn't know. Right. Like, do you, did you shower? What does this mean? Right. I don't understand because I couldn't fathom him being substance free, alcohol free. And um, he told me I needed to get my stuff together and get out of jail so that we could do this recovery thing as a family. And that inspired me. I needed somebody to love me when I was completely unlovable. And my dad uh, gave me that. And so I ended up going to rehab right from jail, uh, spent six months there and then went to a halfway house. And that was <laughs> when things hit the fan. That's when I, get, I got pregnant and babies and marriage. So you had a um, you had a uh, uh, what's it called? A, um, a treatment or a rehab romance. Yes. Uh, and honestly, I'm surprised he didn't run full speed the other way because at the time I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I had a garbage bag worth of belongings to my name and I got one overnight pass and that was it. It was happening. And, um, I was surprised he stuck around, but he did. And it really inspired us to work hard. And, um, I, we got our own place and my son was born on my birthday and 16 months later, another baby popped out and then <laughs> my stepdaughter came to live with us full time and I was kind of thrust into motherhood. Wow, all in early recovery. Yes. So let's back up a little bit. Tiffany Jenkins here on M2 The Rock, uh, where we talk about drug addiction, alcoholism, hurts, habits, and hangups. Uh, we got the big Texas rally for recovery tomorrow. Uh, Tens and thousands, just thousands of people are going to be at this deal. Okay? That many? Well, that's, that's the only, I mean, yeah, this Texas is big. Okay, but you're going to be with me. I'm emceeing the event. Thank goodness. Myself, Vita Loca. We got Keenan Williams, who's going to be there. Uh, Sonny Cruz, who's here in studio. We got a big pack studio here, yes, live studio do. here. Uh, everybody here watching. Rachel Stacy's going to be performing. Gorgeous. Are you ready to hear Love her? Her in her leather. Oh pants. my god. <laughs> so much. She's breathtaking. <laughs> but she's going to be performing. So we got a lot of neat events to spread the message of hope of recovery to remove the stigma of this disease that I have too. Yes. You know, drug addiction, alcoholism. So so how is Tiffany Jenkins staying clean and sober today? I mean, what do you do? Um, I I surround myself with people in recovery. I have a bunch of true friends, which I, I used to think I had real friends, but once I got into recovery, I learned the definition of a true friend. And that was somebody who was willing to drop everything and come to your house when you're depressed or anxious and help mm. you, help you clean up and watch your kids. And so I surround myself with people in recovery. I have a sponsor. Um, I go to meetings. And I most importantly, I stay in check with myself, man, like on a daily basis. I'm like, I am not feeling good. What can I do to fix this? If I can't do anything to fix this, I need to take it to someone who can. Wow. I'm in therapy and, you know, I'm, I'm constantly in tune with myself so that my emotions don't overwhelm me. And speaking of emotions, you're very outspoken about mental health. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this Tiffany Jenkins. And I'm going to say stuff that may not make sense, but I, I'm just going to do it. Okay? okay. Character. Okay. And I'm really getting to know you a lot just in the last 30 minutes prior to the show. Mm -hmm. And for everyone who is watching right now, Tiffany Jenkins is a real person. I mean, I was getting gas in my car and my phone rings and on the caller ID, it says Tiffany Jenkins. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Why is she calling me? So I answer it. And she's like, hey, uh, I'm early. Do you mind if I come to the studio and just hang out? She literally walks into the studio pulling her Barbie, her Barbie suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a Barbie suitcase. No, you did it. I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> but she pulled her suitcase in. She goes, do you mind if I just hang out with you? I said, well, sure. And we just sat down and fellowshiped and just mm-hmm. and just talked. But how did this character in this huge, you don't play, girl. I mean, you got videos <laughs> with 56 million views. And, I mean, you're talked about all over the world. How did this happen? You are making me sound really good right now. You're, you are really good. Your hair is hot, by the way. Oh, my gosh. It's Thank you so, so much. hot. I spent a lot of time on these bangs. <laughs> um, I decided to put some videos out there, um, and I, I figured it was something that the Internet needed. There was so much perfection and comparing going on, and I felt like everywhere I turned, I couldn't relate to anything that I was seeing. So I was like, I'm just going to put my weird self out there and see what happens. Well, let's back up a second. What you could not relate to, paint the picture there. So you were looking at actual – you'd wake up in the morning, yeah. pick your phone up, and you would look at posts, and what would happen? Like people would have their hair brushed, for example. <laughs> And I was like, what are they leaving the house? What are they doing? Why are they brushing their hair? I couldn't understand it. And like they had shoes on as if they were going somewhere. Right. And like I was like, something's wrong with me. And the food they're eating is perfect. Yeah, there's lots of lettuce on that plate. Right. I can't relate. So I decided I went live just looking like my hair was stuck and a lawnmower propeller. Like I didn't care. And people were like, wow, you're so brave. To show your real face. Thank you. And I'm like, okay. You're welcome, I guess. I was born with this face. but um, So I, I just, I, I was accepted. For the first time in my life, my goofy, awkward side was accepted. And for a long time, I had to numb that out with drugs because I didn't feel like I belonged. I felt out of place. And I didn't know what to do with all these feelings. And so for the first time, my supporters are like, hey, dude, we're just as weird. Thank you for putting yourself out there. And it motivated me to keep going and you know, keep getting weirder. So, well, so, it, so it was an accident. So basically, what you're telling me is that you are creating a following by being honest. I guess being so. transparent. That's the word on the streets. We're gonna go with that. I think so. I still have a hard time uh, wrapping my head around it. You know, because I'm I I have lots of mental issues. I spent most of my life um, getting high, and so. Right. I don't know how to process normal adult feelings. And when all these people are telling me how great I am and how wonderful I am and how I inspire them, I can't understand it um, because there's days where I can't get myself out of bed. There's days where I'm snappy and rageful and, you know, jump to conclusions <laughs> with my husband for no reason when he's late from the store. Right. Like, who is she? Who is- <laughs> what is her name? Tell- like, I'm just really irrational. So I can't see what these people are seeing, but um, I'm just going to keep doing it. Well, it's working, and you're saving a lot of lives and helping a lot of people. And and I've just started watching it, and and I, I've got a story towards the end of the show that I, I want to share because personally, I've been going through some really hard times, you know. And and the hard times that I go through, and let me see if you can relate, and everybody in the studio can relate. The hard times that I go through are the stories that I create in my head, <laughs> right? Yes, I sounded uh, like the guy from the yeah. this Gaston, was well, it? <laughs> and also the way you laughed, it kind of scared me. I was like, I. <laughs> Felt like I was the only one doing that. You're supposed to relate, Tiffany. You like laugh, go, ah, loser. No, it was like uh, same Z's. Right, right. I create some scary movies yeah. up here in my head for sure. So, if your mental, what do you, what do you, um, what are your deficiencies? What do you struggle with? What's the right word to say? But I mean, um, technically, diagnosis-wise, mm-hmm. I've been diagnosed with uh, generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety, uh, depression, and 
I already said anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so many anxieties. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's more. Uh, but I struggle on a daily basis with really like weird, intrusive thoughts. Um, you know, like on a playground, most parents are just like watching their kids have fun, whereas I'm visualizing really dark scenarios and um, playing it all the way through. We're going to ride in the ambulance. We're going to go to the hospital and I'm going to lose my kid. How can I survive without them? You know, like really extreme stuff. Yeah, this is real. And I, when we're eating dinner, I'm just watching them like a hawk because I know that they're going to choke and I'm not going to know how to save them and they're going to die and it's going to be my fault. And these things rob my joy on a daily basis. And it's the biggest thing that I struggle with. I have to actively work on switching my mindset to not go to worst case scenario and it's tough let's walk through something and, and something that i struggle with is really real and and let's take a real moment here for the people who are watching us on m to the rock okay with tiffany jenkins and you're in dallas for the big texas rally yes. uh, which is tomorrow from 11 to 4 uh, if you are watching from afar and cannot make it to the big texas rally within the next 12 hours um you suck i'm just okay. kidding <laughs> i was thinking yeah. it but. no but um but we're going to be doing some live feeds uh, from the big texas rally where you can actually be a part of it oh nice yeah we'll do some fun stuff yeah. and um i'll be emceeing it i may go live i may be the first mc in big texas rally history to go live on stage just You're walk crazy. out and just live I am. You're crazy. That's why I'm doing the show. <laughs> I'm irritable, restless, discontent. So, But anyways, we're going to be talking about that. But let's walk through something. There are a lot of mornings, Tiffany, that when I wake up in the morning, if I can go to sleep, mm-hmm. okay, if I can go to sleep, when I wake up in the morning, I have that feeling of impending doom, mm. scared to death where my chest is tight, my throat's closing up, and I cannot breathe. I am in so much fear fear to start my day can you relate to that um my fear uh, and my mornings are usually chaos because there's kids karate chopping me in the adam's apple and stuff which is good yeah so my days are usually too chaotic yeah rachel doesn't karate chop me in the adam's apple (laughs) she's asleep (laughs) um but i i struggle with insomnia and then when i wake up from my dream it's suddenly like okay you're an adult you're in charge of your life you have to do things now what are you going to do you have so much to do and i get so overwhelmed that generally i just go back to bed and i nap and then i wake up later and feel like crap for having napped and wasted the day um i don't know if i have that specific thing that you go through but i i think the doom never leaves really. right so how do you handle there. anxiety when you get anxious and all that what are some of the tools that our viewers can take from this uh, yeah. as far as being depressed you did a video the other day saying listen i'm going to get it wrong but you came on and you did a video and you said listen today's a depressed day for me yeah. i'm checking in i'm depressed walk us through that yeah so i i have learned that it's okay to just like talk about what's going on in your brain because mm-hmm. people aren't mind readers and I spend my time around my family most days. So I have to let them know what's going on in here um, mm-hmm. so that they can either try to help me, you know, cope with it, manage it or, you know, stay away. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I do. Some days I have depression and I don't want to get out of bed. Some days I hop out of bed ready to jog a marathon and eat really healthy and take over the world. And it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really gentle with myself in the process of those depression days. My anxiety um, I do weird stuff for anxiety. Um, I like to play with Orbeez and kinetic sand. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what is <laughs> an Orbe? What is an Orbe? It's a water bead. A water bead. Yeah, okay. You didn't bring one for I the feel show? Like you are judging. No, I'm not judging. <laughs> I just, I really don't know what an Orbe is. Tone out of here. <laughs> um, you get them on Amazon. They're like little tiny beads, and you put them in water, and they expand, and then you just feel them, and it's really nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> did you just snort? She just snorted. I did. Tiffany Jenkins just snorted on him to the rock. Okay, Listen, so. Okay, 
you don't knock it till you try it. Okay. First of all, second of all, kinetic sand. I have kids, so they always have it laid around. So I form it in a little ball and I chop it with a knife, and it's very satisfying. But if those things aren't around, <laughs> <laughs> if those things aren't around, I just meditate and I take bubble baths. But I make it like an event. I put crystals and candles and like bubbles. Wow. Like I already said bubbles. Bubbles. And you already you know said. You, <laughs> yeah. And I just make it an event. And when I'm in the water, I'm like, hey, this is the only moment. Now, are you talking to yourself out loud when I'm you're like, setting hey, all girl. this up? I can totally tell you talking to yourself all the time. Some, I get excited sometimes. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. We need this, Tiffany. You know what I mean? But the most effective tool is five-minute timeouts. We were talking about this before. Mm -hmm. I, my anxiety manifests itself as rage. And so when lots of people are talking at once or I'm really overwhelmed, I feel like I'm going to explode, literally. Right. So I have to remove myself. And I tell my husband, hey, babe, I'm going in the other room for five minutes. And he's like, but wait, the kids. And I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> and then I go. And I come out, and I'm a way nicer person just removing myself from the situation. It's temporary. Tiffany Jenkins, M2. The, I didn't mean to scare Jeez. you. Golly, you scared me. You jumped. Oh I just told I, you I, I, loud noises. I've got, ra <laughs> I've got radio voice. I'm sorry. Uh, Tiffany Jenkins here on M2 The Rock where we talk about drug addiction and alcoholism, and I'm tripping her out. Obviously, our next segment, we're going to talk about PTSD because <laughs> apparently we got something. But we're going to take a break real quick, and when we come right back, we'll have more with Tiffany uh, Jenkins on M2 The Rock. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Healing Springs Ranch is designed for people that really want to come and do the work um, and not just work on their addictive behaviors, but going deeper and finding the underlying issues and sharing them and oftentimes for the first time sharing them out loud, kind of dumping out everything that's holding you back. And in the process, what we try to do is nurture and heal that particular wound while they're here. We really wanted this to be a transformative experience for people, not just a drying out place or a place where they go and check off a box. We truly wanted this to be an opportunity for everyone to take a pause in their life and figure out what they need to do to go live their purpose. So we're very passionate about folks finding purpose and meaning to why they exist. And finding ways to utilize that purpose and meaning for them to go on and actually have a more successful and happier life. Celebrated mommy bloggers surprising dark past. Wife, mother, and social media super. My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm, I got a little Jesse Palmer finger there. I hit the wrong button. Welcome back, welcome back. Michael Moulton, Into the Rock, the rock that don't stop. We come live at 7, I wish it was 7 o'clock, because that kind of goes with my rap. Yeah. We come, it's like Into the Rock, the rock that don't stop. We're live at 7.30. 
That <laughs> 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 just doesn't make. So we got to move it back 30 minutes. So welcome back, everyone. And um, I'm producing the show with my left hand. Uh, I got Tiffany in my right. I got a mic right here. And Tiffany Jenkins live in studio from Sarasota, Florida. Yes. Welcome to Dallas, Texas. Uh, the yes. keynote speaker for the big Texas rally. Uh, we got Keenan Williams, got Sonny Cruz. Who else we got? Let me look. Cuban. Brian Cuban is one of the guest speakers. We got Sherry Garcia. We got um, talented acts, uh, Rachel Stacy, national recording artist. Wait till you hear her play. I can't. I'm a little biased about her. I, Just a little. I feel like you might be. A little bit. I've, and I got to go home with her tonight, so I got to really <laughs> pump her up. So we had a busy day today. We got up early this morning. We were on Fox 4 News uh, this morning, uh, M2 The Rock, talking about uh, National Recovery Month. And that's what we're in right now is National Recovery Month, uh, removing the stigma of drug addiction and alcoholism. When I say stigma and, and I say that, uh, you know, people think that we're bad people, think, mm. people think that we are making just bad choices. What is Tiffany Jenkins? What is your take on how do you remove the stigma from this disease to help people? Um, in people's defense, most of us, when we're using, are kind of making bad choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I understand that. And I, I always tell people, like, I don't expect you to pat me on the back for getting clean. I don't want your sympathy. Um, but what I will say is that love goes so much further than hate. And all, all I'm asking is that you don't kick someone while they're already down. Agreed. Because it doesn't help. And I've found that a lot of the times the people who say junkies are lost causes, they're losers, they'll never amount to anything, are coming from a place of hurt. Yeah. They've been hurt by a loved one. And so I understand that and I empathize with that. And so I never take it personally when people have those opinions. I just try to maybe change their heart a little bit by showing them like, look, if somebody had left me dying on the floor when I overdosed, um, I wouldn't have these beautiful kids. I wouldn't have this awesome life and this book that, you know, is being sent to jails and rehabs to help people, which is, sounds totally promoting and I'm not trying to. We're going to talk about that. We don't have to. No, I Ew. honestly didn't know I didn't that. mean it like that. Okay. So just, sorry. Just, just, just step right in there. Oh, by the way, my website is, <laughs> <laughs> my website is this. And have you heard of Amazon? Oh my gosh. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be a world-renowned, best-selling author. Right. Back to you, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean, man, life is really cool after addiction. And if if you have a loved one who's struggling, all you need is a little bit of hope. And you need to realize that anybody um, who's willing can come out of it. Why is it so – I always share this when I'm speaking. You know, The solution that I see that works the best is one alcoholic working with another, oh, yeah. one drug addict working with another. Why is that so powerful? It's so powerful because I think for so long when we're in active addiction or alcoholism, we're so ashamed of judgment mm -hmm. and like so afraid to tell our truth. And so then we spend so much time in the shadows hiding who we are. And then we walk into this room filled with other people who don't know us, don't know anything about our story, but love us mm. and get it. Right. And we don't have to explain ourselves because they just understand. And it's like, finally, you know, I'm around. I don't feel like a piece of crap anymore. Like, I don't feel like I'm not worthy of living life because there's a room full of people here who love me regardless of my past. Right. Can y'all relate to that? That's the great thing. That's the great thing about recovery and support groups is that when we go when, when I go into a support group, when I start talking and sharing, a, a power greater than myself starts restoring me to sanity. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when I'm sharing my sharing, you know, solutions that are working, things start happening. And when I know I'm in the right room is when I start seeing this. 
Yeah. They start nodding, right? Yeah. And I start sharing things, and people are nodding, and they, and they understand what I do. Now, if I say the same thing in Sunday school, it's like I farted in their face. <laughs> right. They're like, huh? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and I'm not knocking it, but that is my fellowship right. where I hear God, you know, and I hear God. <laughs> and speaking of God, what, is, what was They're so funny? They're laughing at us. What and so um everybody hashtag fart in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that was it. Yeah, so um, when I, I and I mentioned we talk about that on this show M to the Rock we talk about that G thing. You know we talk about that God mm-hmm. and for me uh, recovery um, is a spiritual program. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, so I try not to talk about anything specific on my page. Only because I feel like it's a really personal thing. Okay. And I don't want people to be watching me, totally feeling what I'm saying, getting ready to ask for help, and then I say something and they just completely shut down because they're not ready to accept Gotcha. That. And I remember when I first went to rehab in 2009, they said God every other word, and I wasn't ready to hear that. Me neither. And so I thought that they had lost their friggin' minds, and everything else they said was loony. Right. Um, I can say that um, my idea of a higher power has changed over time, um, and I take what works for me, and I leave the rest. And I have a higher power that's greater than me that has definitely restored me to sanity, and it might not look like everybody else's, but it works for me. I love that answer. So basically, your action. You know, you, I mean, it's, it's your action. People, they, they see, obviously you have a huge following. There's a lot of people that want what you got. Yeah. You know what I mean? People get mad at me, though, because I don't talk about God specifically on my page or anything right. like that. But I just, I don't want it to be a page. I want it to be an all-inclusive place where people come to escape the drama and politics and religion. And they, it's a human place for people to come and be human we all have different walks of life different ways of getting where we get and as long as we're heading in the right direction man i'm never going to tell you that you're doing it wrong right and that's and uh, you know our primary purpose is to just stay clean and sober today yeah you know and to help someone who is suffering Mm -hmm. and so with that said tiffany jenkins uh, live in studio and m2 the rock are y'all having a good time what's so funny (laughs) what's so funny we got a full studio here at m2 the rock with tiffany jenkins we're going to be live tomorrow in arlington texas the big Texas rally. Um, I can't forget this. Monday morning is the CARE breakfast here in Dallas. So CARE Dallas, uh, we will be live. Um, I'll be the keynote speaker at that event Monday morning. I'm a big, I am a big deal, (laughs) Tiffany. Okay. Okay, I'm a big deal in this studio. I'm it. a big deal with, with 10 people, okay? <laughs> no, but we are, are super excited about that. What is, um, what has this new life done for you? As far as this social media blowing up, what is what is the what do you do? What do you do for a living? I mean, what is how does all this work? I don't know what I do. Why are you whispering? I don't know. Well, don't I whisper. It's so weird, man. Because I do, when people are like, when I have to fill out a form, what is your job? I'm like, mm. I do the same thing. <laughs> I dress up like a dude. Yeah. And do skits. Right. Uh, that, what do you do with your hands? Did I don't know. I that don't was know Ricky Bobby hands. hands. Ricky Bobby hands. But I, this is, it has been my dream. Honestly, I've always loved acting and I was class clown, not to brag, uh, but it's in the yearbook. So whatever. Um, I've always wanted to be an actress. And so now I get to wake up every day. I get to act goofy, be weird, inspire people and live my best life and generate an income. Even though people hate me for doing these sponsored ads, those ads are making it so that I can keep making goofy videos and support my family. It's a dream. And I'm so scared it's going to go away. Yeah. It's like this overwhelming, looming fear. Like this could all go away any minute. Enjoy it while it's here. And so, I mean, it helps me stay vigilant, but also I'm like, 
well, what am I going to do after this? Right. Nobody's going to hire me once they watch my videos. They're going to be like, we don't want her at the front desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They want you at the front desk. Oh, there's another snort. Listen. Okay, for every time Tiffany Jenkins snorts, M2 The Rock's going to donate $50 to a... I'm just kidding. I (laughs) I don't have $50. (laughs) But anyways, Tiffany, let's talk about your book. Let's do that. Oh my gosh, what a surprise. Yeah, but you keep oh, oh, you, you keep hitting me on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Book. Yes. Uh, I wrote it. That's really good. So. Thanks for coming in, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> What's the book called? Book? <laughs> it is words. Words. On a page. Um it's called High Achiever, the Incredible True Story of One Addict's Double Life. I Googled how to write a book back in twenty seventeen, uh, and I self published it. And then it was picked up by Random House. And now it's in bookstores and stuff, and it's pretty cool because I didn't graduate high school. You're an incredible story. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, I'm being dead serious. We're having a moment right now. I feel it. You want to hold hands? I kind of. Let's hold hands on the air. We can do pinky. Let's do pinky hold. There, we just do pinky hold on the hair. Okay? This is a moment. Yeah. Okay, let's just all bring this in. Feels right. Okay, the book. I've already forgot the name of the book. What's the name of the book? uh, Dragons in the Desert. That's the name of the book? No. Oh. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's not even close to what I said before. What is the book about, really? Um, so it's about my journey uh, through jail and stuff. I was. <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> I was in a relationship with a deputy sheriff, and I hid my addiction from him um, for a few years. And I Why? Well, let me stop you a second. Okay. Why is all addicts' stories, your story, my story, the stories of the addicts in, in recovery that are in this studio, our stories are like sitting on a park bench with Forrest Gump. <laughs> our, I mean, our stories are just so bizarre, aren't yeah. they? Back to you, Tiffany. Cool. Um, I thought that it would be a really great idea to get into a relationship with a cop because I um, needed to stop doing drugs. And so I was like, well, this is perfect. I can't do drugs if I'm with a cop. Right. Um, but How'd that work out? doesn't care who you're right. dating. My stepdad was a cop growing up, and so I grew up in a house with a cop. I remember the stability he provided. I thought it... I thought it would work, but it didn't work. Um, but I still wanted to get high, and I didn't want him to know the truth about who I was. He had bought a house and like gave me this dream life, so I had to keep it hidden. And with that comes a crazy le- level of desperation and stuff. Um, and I started getting really re- extreme with the things that I was doing for drugs, like really ridiculous, stealing guns and doing stuff with my drug dealer. And eventually I got caught, and I got tossed in jail. 20 felonies. Yeah, right around there. Who was your attorney? Uh, it was a public defender. He hated me. I mean, but he did but a heck of a job. The the police officer that I was dating wrote a letter to the judge and said, she's a great person. She just needs a little bit of help. Would you consider rehab? Um, I haven't spoken to him since my arrest, but that's what my dad told me happened because their first offer was 15 years. And I was like, I'm going to pass. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go back to my cell. I don't want it. <laughs> I that. And then the, the and then the court got together and they said she doesn't want that, so we yeah. need to come down. Yes. Tiffany said she's not doing 15 years, so yes. we're gonna go back. Tiffany, we'll call you here in a couple of days. Perfect. Have your people call so, my people. So you went back to your cell, yeah. and then they came back to you, and it actually worked to your advantage. Um, it did. Um, they didn't go up. No, which I heard that they always they do. They always do but for I was me. Like, listen, I can't imagine going up from here. Like 15 years is not a good time right. for me. And I'm gonna 
chance it. Um, and I, I wrote a letter, too. I don't know if it made it anywhere. But um, the judge came back with two offers, and one of the offers included rehab. Um, and I knew that the other offer would get me out of jail sooner, and I'd be free. Um, the other one offered a six-month treatment program, and I was like, dude, the last thing I want is to be told when to eat and sleep and what to wear, you know? But I knew that I would end up back in jail if I didn't get help because my brain was broken. I didn't know how to fix it. And girls were coming in and out of jail like a revolving door, and they were so excited. Somebody would walk back in after being rearrested, and everybody would be like, hey, girl, welcome back. And yeah. <laughs> That's my story. What? <laughs> you got to listen to music and eat Taco Bell and breathe air. Why are you here? I couldn't understand. I said, if I ever leave, I can't come back here. And so I, I had to do whatever it took. When was it? Walk us, walk the, uh, the, the, the viewer through your awakening. You know, whatever uh, awakening where you sat there and you said, I'm done. Mm. I'm willing to go to any length that it takes to stop doing drugs, stop doing alcohol. I never want to live this way again. Yeah. And, and I remember that day. Do you? I do. It was a culmination, I think, of things, events. Mm -hmm. Is culmination the right word? Well, I mean, when you said culmination, I, it was so funny that you reset that word because in my head I was like going, wow, she said culmination and I can't spell that word. I don't even know if it even fits. That's right, but it you wrote a book. Needs... Have we talked about the book yet? <laughs> Thank you for bringing it up. Yes. <laughs> I did. I'm an author. Um, it was, yeah, but it was a series of events. It was me being in the suicide tank after mm. I tried to end my life and they took my glasses and my clothes. And so a suicide tank, if you want to do time and you say, hey, I'm going to commit suicide because you think your time's going to be easier? No. Yeah. They strip you butt naked and they stare at you. Yeah. My plan was actually to die, though. Like, yeah. I was ready because I didn't know. I thought my body was broken and I needed to escape. I didn't know how to live another minute. I know that I should have put a warning probably before saying this to your viewers, but um, I did. I tried to end my life and I couldn't understand why they saved me at the time, but now I get it. Like, right. I hear my kids in the other room. I say it all the time. I'll hear my kids in the other room and I'm like, I can't believe I almost missed this. Wow. And it's so true. And my supporters are like, we've heard that story so many times, but it was, it was like the moment that I, when I was in that tank with nothing and they were looking at me like a caged animal in a zoo, just watching me through the glass windows. I was like, it doesn't get any lower than this and nobody's coming to save me. I can relate. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. And we were talking before the show, you know, you're just a little bit about my story mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I got 27 mug shots. You know, because of this disease. And I remember I remember those low times. I remember those low times where I really thought that I was at rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And when I would get released or serve my time, as soon as the air of the world would hit me, I would go drink and use again. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know why. I just didn't know why, and I finally realized I was so powerless over this disease, and I had to admit utter defeat. Mm -hmm. I had to change one thing, and that was everything. everything. It changed everything. And, you know, today for me personally, you know, the, the greatest gift I have is helping others. Mm -hmm. Helping others. I mean, four hours ago, I mean, I'm going to tell you all a story. Literally uh, an hour and a half ago, after I was in 7-Eleven, um, hashtag 7-Eleven. Uh, <laughs> I was in 7-Eleven. I walked into 7-Eleven and I called Rachel. All right. I called Rachel and I said, listen, there's something really wrong with me. Mm. I said, I said, I'm, I'm not even excited for the show tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm not excited for tomorrow. The things that used to excite me, I said, I'm miserable. Mm -hmm. And I said, I need you to pray for me because I'm really, really worried. Okay. And if y'all are ready to get God bumps right now, I want y'all to hear this. As soon as I said that prayer, you called. <gasps> you called. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you called. You said the it. The phone, the phone, yeah, the phone rang and it, it and it was It's happening. 
It's happening. It's happening. You want me to say it again? You want to do it again? Wow. <laughs> so you called, and then once you called, we talked, and I started to get some hope. So here's the deal in recovery and what I do for this show. Why did I feel that way? And the reason why I started feeling that way, Tiffany, is because you got me out of self. Mm -hmm. That's my problem. When I get into self, I get very depressed. Yeah. And I get stuck there, you know, and I need someone of some way bigger than me to get. No, not bigger. I shouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I need. I need someone bigger than me, a power greater than me. There you go. I need a power. That sounds better. Okay, you're my higher power now. I'll take it. Officially, starting today, <laughs> Tiffany Jenkins is my higher power. Don't do that. Ma- you're screwed. Marty Norman, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Norman was my higher power last week. Aww. Actually, Rachel Stacy's my higher. But anyways, what happened was is I got unstuck. Once I got to the studio, the guy who has donated this studio to us was here, and he is going through a very dark time right now Mm. and we sat here and talked in the parking lot and he cried okay and we prayed and i have i'm not the guy where i hug a grown man and start praying okay i see guys do that i'm like wow that's cool i wish i could perform that act you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i just did it wow and so i told rachel uh just a second ago i said something just happened in the parking lot and it's amazing that that's how this works, mm-hmm. is one alcoholic working with another, and we never know what we will say or do that can save someone's life. Yeah. And that's what's, so, that's what's so great about what you're doing. Well, I think it's so great, first of all, that you called her and said that out loud, how you're feeling. That's what I mean about checking in with where I'm at, that you said to her, listen, I'm not excited about this. You could have kept that in, you know what I mean? But yeah. by speaking your truth, getting it out of your head, Talking to another person, you open that door for all right. these cool things to happen. Right. I mean, I, and I, I shared this the other day on the show. When I, actually, when I was flying home from Marty, Marty Norman's deal mm-hmm. up in up in Indiana, and um, I'm saying his name way too much. I'm not questioning. I'm not either. saying. I'm not going to say Marty Norman live again. But He's great. he, I love that dude. But as I was flying in, I was I was sharing with Rachel, and I think y'all can relate to the way that we think. We're flying in. I mean, I'm just a spiritual giant. I feel great. We're flying into Dallas, and I'm looking down over Dallas, and I've lived here my whole life, and I look at it, and the second the wheels hit the runway, I'm suicidal. I'm immediately depressed. I'm immediately in shame. I've thrown everything away because of my addiction. I've got no money. I gave away my company. Poor me, poor me, poor me. Can you relate to that? Yes. And so why do I share that? Why do I share that? To get the people that are watching this to do this, Mm -hmm. right? To get them to where they can relate and be a part of, you are not alone. Yeah. Okay? And I used to drink and do drugs, Tiffany, to make those feelings and thoughts go away because I thought I was the only person that thought that way. Yeah. I was thought I was the only person that if Rachel didn't answer the phone that, that, that my solution was to pack my bags and leave. <laughs> right? so we, were, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. But um, can you relate to that? Yes. And and so mental illness. You know, the more we talk about that, just the word mental illness sounds so st- st- stigmatized. That's a, I'll take it. You can take that. That's fine. With yeah. Me. So what, what's your take on that? On mental illness? Yeah. It sucks. I mean, yeah. How do we, how do we? (laughs) (laughs) That's my take. Thanks for sharing, Tiffany. (laughs) You flew all the way from Florida to say it sucks. (laughs) 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 
But it is listed. I, I don't have a book. I, clearly. You can't use big words like it sucks. Only an author can talk like that. Um, it's uh, my. I say it all the time. My brain is so weird. And for a long time, I didn't know who to talk to about it or what to say. But now I'm just like, hey, my brain feels weird today and I don't know what's happening. I need help. Right. And it's okay to say that. And I use this stupid idiot analogy. Everybody's going to click off right now. But it's just the same as your car. When your car breaks down, like, you can try to fix it yourself, man. And it might get you down the road a little bit. But eventually it's going to break down again because you're not a a co-commandment. That's, that's or good. A mechanic. That's good. That's good. You're neither of those that's things. That's okay. So we're streaming right now. It's catching up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's the feet. There you go. <laughs> it's the same with your brain. You could try to fix it yourself, but if you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what's wrong with it, it's going to break down. That's why you got to take it to somebody who knows what they're doing, and that can be a friend in recovery. That can be a therapist. That can be a doctor. Whatever it is, um, speaking it out is huge, and yeah. reaching out is huge because I, I can't fix my own brain. I've learned that. I've tried. It. I can do things to manage it in the meantime, but I have to make sure that I take it to the mechanic. And that's our disease, right, Tiffany? Is that is that I have a sick brain trying to fix a sick brain? Yeah. So I got to I got to yeah. get out of it. You know what I mean? So like, I'm okay. I'm gonna fix this, and basically, I'm using the same tools that I'm using that got me there. Yeah. Right. And that's I'm like, good. and I then, like that. and so I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, and I'm doing that today. You know, I'm only two and a half years sober. Okay, and I'm. Freaking, I'm a mess at home sometimes, you know, but, but I tell people I don't have bad days anymore. I have bad moments. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and for, if you're suffering out there right now with depression, hopelessness, okay, mm -hmm. I want to challenge you to do one thing. Are y'all ready? Talk about it. Yes. Just talk about it. And that's what you have done when you did your video, your very first video, and it, and it blasted off because yeah. people could relate to you. Obviously, a lot of people can relate to you. I mean, you got videos that are 56 million views. I'm at least 55 million of those. You I just are? watch them over and over again. That is really cool. <laughs> that is so cool. That's talented. I, I did not Honey, don't interrupt me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why do I hear your voice all day? It's just me watching myself again. I love myself so much. Do you have a team that manages all this stuff? No. Just you. Well, my husband helps me. Mm -hmm. it, I'm just laughing because we're both learning. I was wondering why you're laughing. <laughs> I'm here to defend him. It's, yes, it's new, and we're both learning together how things work. And it's tough because I was kind of thrust into this position. Like, I, I made videos for fun, and now suddenly it has to be a business. And there's all these people reaching out to me wanting me to pimp out their products and wanting me to work for them, and I don't know what's real and what's not real. And right. So I, I'm very fortunate in that my husband was able to help me at home, help me manage and talk to people because I'm, I'm a people pleaser. Mm. So I'll just say, yes, I would love to d model your diapers right. for $5. Like, I, I would say yes to everybody. So he's kind of my... He's kind of like, of reason. right, let's get off the gas here. Yeah. So I can relate to your husband. Yeah, I'm, I'm with great. someone like that. Sure, I'll play there. No, we're not going to go perform there, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> so, but th that's good stuff. Let me ask you this. Uh, with all the people that are following you, the number one offender for me, mm -hmm. the number one offender that will send me off into a really bad place. Is As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.